Hello, hello, hello. Today is Monday, November 13th, 2023, episode number 454. <laughs> Sorry. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. It's the morning after. <laughs> My voice is gone, people. So bear with me here. That's okay. I'm going to try to eke out 30 minutes. That's about all I got in me. I understand. I Everybody here understands. This is the morning after, and, you know, your voice is gone. My my head is gone. It's just over. <laughs> it's just absolutely over. But what an incredible success. Wow. Cat, congratulations. The, um, the quality of musicianship of people just playing guitar and singing. I know. And uh, I mean, it was it it was amazing, and and it and I wish everybody could have been in the room because this, it, it was it was uh, it was magical in there, and and, and the group of a hundred people were, I mean, they, everybody was into every song, and, and the crowd was, I mean, they were bringing tears to the eyes. Some of these musicians, and um, it was a a magical, great show. I mean, you can still watch it on stream, and I, I you know, I, everybody should watch it. it, it it was just all, you know, we winged it all. And um, it was great. I mean, man, we, you know, you start with Big and Rich. And, of course, you know you know they're going to be great. And then Jeffrey Steele, my God, the second musician. And uh, he had that little two-foot guitar with the monster strings. He's left-handed. Unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's like probably the best country rider in Nashville. And there, there's no country star out there that can stand with him. Like, I mean, they're not in his league playing live. I mean, he heard it. He's out of his mind. Oh, my goodness. It goes and on. Then, and, then, and, and, and I I knew it was going to be special kind of when he did that. And then they had the uh, uh, Angie uh, Aparo second. And um, it was uh, – <clears throat> I hope I pronounced his name right. I might not have. Aparo, yeah. But, yeah. So, um, you know, and he's, he's this little guy, little kind of goofy-looking guy who, by the way, uh, I talked with him for hours up in the VIP room after the show. Just hit it off with this guy, and he's hilarious. And we that's one reason my voice is probably gone. We laughed for hours up there talking to him. And, uh, and I was like, I feel sorry for this guy having to go. You know what I mean? Follow that dude. I was like, oh, my God, this poor guy. And he got up there, and he started singing with that voice. And I was like, holy crap. Unbelievable. That guy could sing, man. He was hitting notes out of the stratosphere. He had a beautiful, uh, a rare, original style of uh, songwriting and singing. And, 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 and I was just like, man, this guy might even be better. And it just got better and better, and everybody that got up could just well. And it was guitars and voices. And um, it was just uh, a fun night, you know. I came in disguise as cowboy. <laughs> Wasn't it? You know, it looked good on you. Let me tell you what. I, I have to tell you that that was probably one of the most intimate, most incredible. There was such an air about the event. And of course, a lot of people know that I was doing the streaming and everything from behind the scenes. I'd been working on the show, building it and everything right. else. Uh, you know, the whole week before, you were gone. So we were doing all the shows. We were doing everything. But let me tell you how magical it is. I, I want to also, I want to finish the list of the people that were there first. And then we'll get into some of the particulars because it was life-changing it was it was something that you really truly had to experience on both sides and when you talk about working together and it wasn't just us we had so many people not only the attendees that were trying to get information back to to here home base <laughs> you know essentially so that we could go ahead and let people know what was going on there and we could do what we could to get the word out but you had so many people that were pulling for this thing to be an absolute rock solid success and you know what you nailed it on every single front 
You absolutely did. And I don't think there is an example of anything quite like it out there. So real quick, let's talk about some of the others. We had Angie Aparo, who, whose voice exactly, it just came out of, the, out of nowhere. It was like the voice of an angel. I mean, that's what it, that's what it sounded like. It was just yes. so powerful. And, and, and just sitting there singing these notes, um, it's kind of like Roy Orbison or something. They could just stand flat-footed, you know, and just hit these notes. He's not like <gasps> and trying to hit them and, and struggle to hit them. And it's just, it's just coming out. It was so unbelievable. And then, of course, you had Shannon Lawson. Oh, my word. I mean, that would, I mean, you can go through the names, but your friend, Carmen Thompson, I mean, he, I had chills because that man just absolutely came out with this, these songs that were written just as you had described him. If I would have closed my eyes, he would have been exactly what I pictured. And when he got up there on stage and I saw your relationship and I saw how you helped him with the guitar and you made him feel comfortable, you basically stopped the event, Kat, because you had somebody there that you wanted everybody to hear. I just, oh, yeah. oh I lost it. <laughs> I met him working um, wow. um, years ago and he was like 60 years old. He never picked up a guitar. And he and that that was three that was four songs that he's written. I'm telling you, he's got a hundred songs. Some of hundred songs is good or better than anything he sung last night. And he just he just writes two songs a day and he just writes and writes and they just come out. And I just said, I got to get you up there. And he was think about think about him and <clears throat> he's not like uh, uh, me who played on stage for a living for years. I mean, he's I know. only played he's only played out a few times to so many people and and to sit there and listen to. Um, you got big and rich, Grammy, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, just country, huge stars. And then you got the best writer of country music. Then you got the Apero. Then you got the unbelievable chick singing. Mm. And then he had to play behind them. And then behind him is Larry Gatlin in the, in the uh, you know, Country Music Hall of Fame. <laughs> I know it. So, so and, and he was nervous. He didn't sleep the night before. And um, I was just, he's, he actually, uh, he was, uh, uh, he's struggling right now a little bit because he just got out of the hospital. He got shingles in his eyes. And uh, so he'd been in the hospital. Uh, so he was, you know, in any other uh, situation, he, you know, he would be, he'd probably be out because he hadn't totally healed from it yet. So, but um, yeah, he just, um, he can just sing. And it's old country. You know who really liked him is Larry Gatlin because Larry Gatlin told me that this is what music used to be when I loved country music 30 years ago. He said, that's what he said. I hadn't heard anybody write like this in 20 years. So Larry Gatlin swapped numbers with him and he wants to get up with him. And um, he even thinks he might can get him on the Grand Ode Opry to sing. Oh, how fabulous as <laughs> it should be, as it absolutely should be. I had, tears in my eyes so many times when I wasn't dancing I was crying <laughs> there was just a whole mixture of events I mean just amazing you had Leslie Satcher who was incredible I mean absolutely incredible the way she sang the way she held herself I mean she owned it she had a lot of talent up there and she absolutely took control and said all right now now it's time for the lady to speak thank you yeah. gentlemen thank you very much but i'm here the queen has arrived and she owned every minute of it i mean she was amazing as well and then of course you had larry gatlin and and john rich and and all of that going on this was a an affair that was unreal. Now, some of the things that I, I want to just kind of bring up, what made this so unique and so organic was that it was organic. Um, you didn't have the ticket holders, because I had a lot of people before the event even started, when they started recognizing that we had this big event going on, that were DMing me and emailing me, how do we get tickets? We want to go. And I mean, we're talking about big names in our movement. 
wasn't about yeah. that. It was about people that listen to the show, people that follow your account. They were the ones that listened and knew when those tickets were going on sale. We did not advertise it. We did not promote it. We talked about it on this show only. So those that were able to, that were lucky enough to hear the show and, and listened regularly knew it was go time to pick those tickets up. You did not give them to anybody that are big name headliners in the movement. It wasn't about them. We didn't make money on this either. We it lost was 100% money. One hundred percent free. Yeah, we, we 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 lost money. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I, I spent a fortune. <laughs> I, I spent a fortune on motel rooms for other people that you know it was hard for them to pay for them. And uh, I mean, I spent a fortune, uh, and and nobody made any money on this. No. So, I mean, we just did it because, but I had so many people uh, come up to me after it was over and just like, they all said the same thing that they just wanted to support me and then come see who I, what I looked like. And then they loved John Rich and oh, they knew there was going to yeah. be some other musicians and then they had no idea what they were walking into. I had so many people say it was the best music event they've ever heard. And it, it was just, it. You know, I didn't. I haven't watched the live stream. Of course, I hadn't had a chance. But the the feeling in that room, it was like the biggest family feeling. It was crazy. That's what I mean. That's really what it was. That's what made this so over the top and over the top in a different sort of way. I mean, there was so much that was going on behind the scenes, too. I, the coordination efforts that it took to pull something like this off. Now, first off, okay, just so everybody knows, it was wild. I, I didn't know there were a lot of things. Okay, so I, I essentially gave up my stream and because they needed it, right, for the audio and the video and everything else. I'm monitoring the screen. I'm working with this guy by the name of Gio, who, let me tell you something, he yes. knocked it out of the park. And him and three people. He had a four-man team doing that. It was a guy on the ground filming, a guy on the mixer board, him, oh like running all three of them. It was three or four people, a team he had. He he was phenomenal. Not only that, he was so calming. There was a calming sense, which is what I needed <laughs> at the time because I didn't know that I was going to be all doing all of the promotional materials as well. I didn't know exactly what the lineup was going to end up being, so I'm trying to communicate with everybody last minute. I wanted to add everybody's website, and I'm like, whoopsie, does anybody have anybody's website? I mean, people are going to want to know. So I had to get back into my old, you know, hat wear the hat of event planner and event coordinator and then okay top this I had the whole stream ready to go okay and putting it together I was real nervous anyway it was just really nervous there was a lot of pressure on because we had to make it we had to get it right we had to do it right and all of a sudden when they were testing I had everything on I thought we were going to talk well somebody went ahead and tested it tested the stream I lost everything now, you know it takes me a couple of hours to put a stream together every day before the show. And that's why I always say, hey, guys, you know, you may be getting it the night before. I know you all complain about it, but I have to go to work and then I have to come home and I have to make sure that stream is ready. I lost everything. I had to build what normally takes me a couple of hours in about an hour, I would say. And I just kept plugging along. I had to change the website. I had to change all of the keys. I had to change everything on my end. So I was sitting there work, just going, I cannot even believe it. It was nobody's fault. It's just one of those things that happen. And so that's why a lot of people, you had a chat room and then all of a sudden you didn't have a chat room and everybody's like, what happened? Well, I had to contact Rumble and say, hey, I've got a crisis. Do I, can I pick up where I left off or do I have to rebuild? Then I got the word, you have to rebuild. And I just went, okay, enough of this. I got to get going. So, so all of that was happening. Then I had, and let me tell you, the team here that was, that was behind you all the way, they were my support. <laughs> they were they were so proud of what we were doing. They were there the entire time just as sounding boards, idea makers. I mean, Jackie, my goodness, getting hip turd there. Uh, I mean, 
<laughs> that, that was, was cool. absolutely incredible. I mean, there was so much going on. Renee McCurry, she's giving me all of the ins and outs of what's happening behind the scenes. What was going on specifically with the event so that I could write about it, so I could tell people what was happening. Um, you know, you have my team that's sitting there working as hard as they can to pull this the, the lineup and everything else going. So you have, you know, Rob Pligram, you have Penzi, Patriot Penzi, you have Fleet Admiral James that are on the phone with me as emotional support and everything else, along with my lip balm and, and my eye drops because of the glare of the screens that were doing everything in their power. You had so much behind you. It was just an, an unbelievable wave of enthusiasm and energy. And that doesn't mention all of the people that showed up to be there for you as you made your appearance there on the stage. It was, it was like nothing else I've ever seen. We, we were talking after the show. So um, me and John Rich were talking and I was just like, you know, we, you know, we, we were going to try to do a big open air event for thousands of people. I said, I, I don't know if I don't want to just do it like this again. Cause it was so magical and it was the intimate experience of it. And I mean, I mean, I was rubbing my eyes a few times. These guys, these guys and girls that were singing, man, they were just, it was ringing in your soul when you were there. I mean, they could sing, they were holding these notes. And um, I had, uh, like I say, so many people said, I have no idea. This was crazy. Uh, the bearded vet guys were there, and the CEO, the the uh, the the one bearded vet, the CEO, he uh, he said, "All I do is concerts." He said, "My whole life, I do nothing but go to concerts, concerts all over the place. It's all I do. I'm a concert junkie." He said, "This is the best musical event I've ever been to in my life." He said, "It was just so emotional, and it was just like." And the cool thing about it was, it was there was no the, that was talent. That wasn't mm -hmm. the, these new country uh, musicians and lights and fog machines and cameras and, and, and you know, uh, a, good, a good writer giving it to pretty people and this big production and five dancers behind you and all these instruments and auto tunes. This was people grabbing a guitar with nothing but their voice and just ripping your eyes out. <laughs> oh. That's Jeffrey Steele. I don't know if anybody knows this, but that guy's written so many number one hits. I mean, I, I don't know, it's 46 or, but that he, he's a legend, a legend. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, this, this whole thing, it, it, it turned, and I knew it was, it was gaining and it was becoming a life of its own. And that's what happens. I've done events in the past. And so I know exactly there's a certain point where there's just all that you can do and you just have to leave it in God's hands and you just have to say, okay, you know what? We know that everybody there is, has done everything that they possibly can to bring it up to this point. Getting you out of town was like, oh my gosh, I've got him, uh -huh. got to get him out of town if he if he's over well, I got, there i got out of town all right yeah. <laughs> i drink a lot of redneck riviera whiskey i'll tell you that oh i know but you know what that's exactly what it was supposed to be it was your moment and you totally Man. embraced it i mean you absolutely yeah, that, killed this it is, this is on top of me like uh, revealing myself after five years in hiding too I so know, that i have that Mm -hmm. which was nerve wracking as hell for me. And uh, so, you know, but now that, now that I revealed myself, I don't know why, but it's, I feel like this 500 pound gorilla is off my back. Yes. I knew it was weighing and on you. I don't, I don't know the relief. I don't know what it is, but it, it's just this huge, I don't know. I've been in hiding and, and I've got reporters snooping around, you know, and I knew they were eventually going to, you know, uh, because they're snooping there there's people that pull up and, and they're like hanging on the edge of my fence shooting cameras all the time right so there's reports snooping around my house they all want to get a shot of me uh not a shot at me but <laughs> a picture of me so they can be the first to get a real picture of me and so eventually you know i'm gonna drop a newspaper and bend over and they're gonna get uh, my butt crack or something <laughs> that's gonna be the first image you, you ever see of me so I want to do it my own way, you know? And, uh, so, you know, I'd talk to John and I was just like, I'm just going to go full cowboy and just, I'm just going to get on stage with you. And just, and I'll just do the whole thing. I mean, I'm just going to come out 
and just open. I'm just going to pull the bandaid way, way the hell off. But uh, it was, I mean, I walked in that room with John Rich and uh, the, the, the reaction of people and the, and people uh, coming up and, you know, wanting selfies and, and autographs and stuff like that. I mean, John Rich is used to that. He's a star, but man, I, I mean, that was crazy for me. And it was just this, I mean, I, I could not believe the people, the way people reacted to it. It was, uh, ah, it was, it was crazy. Cat, it was your night. And honestly, we've we've heard the journey and what you've been through with with not being able to play music before. And it was everyone's absolute honor to be able to give you the night of your life. Oh, it was. I mean, that is what we all teamed up to do. We said, okay, if we're going to do this, let's go big and or go home. We don't have yeah. any headliners. We don't have this or that. We have Cat Turd. This is what this event is about. It's about Cat Turd. It's about America. It's about the people that love this country and that fight for our freedoms each and every single day. We're going to take a break. We're going to come together and we are going to recharge. And that's exactly what it was about. And it was felt. I mean, you want to talk about a ground swell of just enthusiasm. It was exactly what it yeah. needed to be, Cat. The energy. Yes. When we came down, the energy that came towards us, mm. I, I, it was like I, nothing I ever felt. And, it, and you know, I, I tried to talk to everyone, and, and uh, it was just the best, nicest group of people. Of course it and was. It, it was just, it, I don't even know how to say it, but it was, it was spe- really special for me. And, uh, God, I can't really even talk right now. My voice is almost there. Oh, I, 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 I know. I completely, I completely understand it, and it's I got overwhelming. I know. I got two hours of sleep, and I, I just said I can't sleep because I was so pumped up over the night. I got two hours, and I'm like, I'm just going to drive. So I'm, I'm like 45 minutes from home right now. Oh boy, you're going to collapse. Which reminds me, after this week, everybody, we're taking Thanksgiving. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so after next Saturday on my Saturday show, that's going to be the last show, and we won't come back until that following Monday, just so everybody is aware. We, we um, take off Thanksgiving and Christmas is the two weeks we take off every every year. Every year. But I, I will I will honestly say to you that this was like nobody's business, and I could not. You know, here's the thing. We've been talking about the event, but, but, but really in between very little. But we knew that there was a trust situation, and there was something that, that – we did that was very different and unusual for a lot of people because they think oh an event you know a plastic event you just put something on you had to try like you and I we we've never met all right a lot of people said to me they said oh Jules you should be there oh my gosh you've got to go I was exactly where I needed to be yesterday I needed to be here doing what I do I needed you there doing what you did to go ahead and introduce yourself to the world and to put on a, an event. That's what we had to do together. So when you were talking about pulling this thing off and you were talking about you know just real music, possibly revealing who you were and all of these things, there were so many components that a person actually had to be paying attention to what you were saying in order to pull that off. It had nothing to do with headliners that, that you hear on a regular basis. I mean, you didn't have anybody in the movement there. In fact, I we, think a lot of people were upset. That these guys have made that. it. All these people, you know, of yeah. course, my, my buddy, but all these people have made it. These weren't people trying to promote a new album. These weren't people trying to say, look at me or try to be heard. These people have already made it. And they mm-hmm. came, and they came because they're – a buddy John Rich asked to. That's right. So when I went to his house, I got to go to John Rich's house. I don't, I don't even, I, I don't even know what to say. But the, you know, the best thing I can come up with is super guy fantasy land for a musician. <laughs> 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 but Aww. he invited, he's good enough to invite me to his house. And we, he has a, a, a full stage, 30 foot ceilings in a room that you could just, you know, throw the, probably the best parties in the world in a, in a bar. That you like you've never seen in an actual bar, and we sat there and had a few beers and uh, and and sat at the corner for for a long time, over an hour, and 
and just talked. And he told me, he said, I'm, I'm just telling you, uh, I'm bringing the, these musicians I'm bringing. A lot of people don't know their name. They're behind the scenes, but these are the biggest heavy hitters I've ever met since I've been in the music business. He said, these are players. They're going to get blown away. So I knew the way he was talking and I just kind of kept it to myself. So I had a feeling that they were going to, he just, what do you hear these people? Just wait, you're, you're going to not believe it. And so that's when I knew, I was like, man, this is going to be good. But, you know, I, you know, worrying about, you know, that and the production and, and revealing myself, it was a lot. That's the first time I ever wore a cowboy hat in my life. It was just like, man, this fits me. Exactly right. Well, we had talked about town. it. Yeah. I'm living in the wrong town. Well, and and we had talked about it. You you and I had talked about what you were gonna wear. We had you know, floated some ideas. Yeah. We had said, Okay, I, I was I was sending you stuff I was wearing, like, look, this is this, this yes. is this. I said, Look, this and is I, my department. Right, I know I know I'm just like, yeah, well, I have to go. It's it's in Nashville. Uh -huh. It's John Rich. I'm gonna be up on stage with Larry Gatlin, and, uh -huh. and all these people are going. They're, they're going to be dressed up, up country. And I said, "Man, I'm going." Well, I'm going. Okay, so so just so the audience knows, okay, it started a couple of weeks before that, and we were we would we did a show, and we were talking about, oh yeah, we could get a cat head, we could get a cat costume. So I'm going, all right, well we're in the middle of. Uh, Halloween and right before Halloween I'm like you're gonna have to order that thing now okay in order for it to be here and it's not even the cat turd hat really I mean head I mean the suit wouldn't fit you because you're over six feet tall so that's not going to work we got to scrap that but you could always wear jeans or whatever so then all of a sudden you're like you know I'm gonna be me I paid attention when you said I'm going to be me then you start sending me all this stuff and I'm going okay this is my department this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna style, style you're, <laughs> you're gonna sit back and you're gonna take the back seat on this one because this is what I do and I'm gonna take the reins on this. You go big or you go home. You do what they do in Rome and do what the Romans do. And so all of a sudden you went out with a whole bunch of buddies and you absolutely knocked it said, out go of the park. <laughs> yes. I called them and they were down in the, uh, I said, y'all want to go shopping with me? So what for? So there was uh, there's three or four couples of uh, people I've known for 35 years. I said, I want y'all all come to help me cowboy my ass up. Mm -hmm. And I told, I told Carmen because Carmen's actually a cowboy. You know, he's been wearing cowboy hats since he was eight years old. He's almost 70. You know, so, um, he, he, he's been wearing them a long time and nobody really knew about cowboy hats, but him, so I walked in the cowboy hat place and I just walked over and picked up a hat and I didn't, even, he said, what size? He said, try one of them hats on over there and let's see what size you wear first. And, uh, so I picked one up, I put it on, it fit like a glove. I turned around he said, you're done shopping. That's it. <gasps> it was that simple. Well, yeah. And it was absolutely <laughs> perfect, but I had to uh, warn you. I mean, cause I knew, all right, you've been on cat turd ranch for quite some time. You haven't shopped in quite some time, especially for an event like this. So I had not, to let cat not know. Not for cold weather. Well, it was in the forties. Exactly. It was in the forties with the wind blowing. You're and dealing I, I with flip flops. Yeah. I'm in shorts. I know. With dogs. In the middle of the country. I mean, you don't have to dress for anybody but yourself. And sometimes, you know what? That clothing is optional. But anyway, who knows what goes uh -huh. on? But that's really the case. And so when you take someone like yourself and then all of a sudden you're going to a real big event, I had to kind of warn you too about you're going to drop some serious quid. You be ready for it oh, yeah. and do not object to it. You're going to have to just spend the money and you're just going to have to go with it. We worry about the rest later. But this oh, is yeah. your big deal and this is your big debut and you're going to have to be all that. You're going to have to be all of that. This is your night. You've got to shine and we're just going to make this thing happen. We're going to do everything we can. So I'm writing him all of these <laughs> texts in the middle of the night. All right, so this is your to-do list. This is what you need to do. And 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 then then you got there. I felt so much better. You had sent me a text like, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make it to John Rich's place for dinner. He invited me to go to his, his, apart, to his home and all these different things. And I said, you get there right now. I mean, I wasn't even nice about it. I, I wanted you out of town. When you were standing there, you know, looking at the ocean on one of the shows, 
I was like, you got to be kidding me. You're not looking at any ocean. You're getting in your truck and you're getting <laughs> yourself out of town to Nashville. And I'm going to handle the show. They're just going to have to deal with just me for a couple of days and do all this nonsense and get you where you need to go. Because when in Rome, do as the Romans do. And so what was really fun was when he sent me the pictures of this outfit. And you know what, Kat? did he actually sent me this picture and the caption was rome and i nearly fell out <laughs> I, went, yes! uh, I can't i can't quit wearing that cowboy hat now I'm, i told uh, some people that were there you know renee and uh, jackie and tammy mcdonald yes. i said i feel i feel like john travolta an urban cowboy i've been looking for sissy all night <laughs> to dance with me you know Oh my gosh, you uh, did so well. Don't uh, take it off if you don't want to. Sleep in those cowboy boots. You do whatever uh, it is to savor the moment and enjoy yourself because you were absolutely spectacular. It all worked. I'm just glad it's over, you know. Love me or hate me, that's what I look like. And, and there's and every picture online's always been fake. All of them. I know it. I know it. This was, it, you You know what? I've got all kinds of women now. Let me tell you something. They want to know exactly <laughs> what your status is and everything else. And I, I just let <laughs> them know. My status is tired and <laughs> can barely talk. <laughs> I know uh, that's exactly. So, so some of the people like Re Renee McCurry and a lot of people listen to the show and, and, and she, she does the, the moderation of the, of the moderator. And then everybody knows Jackie the meme and the, mm. uh, the one that with hip turd and then Tammy yes. McDonald she was a little firecracker mm, and her husband wonderful. was there so they were there Friday night and so a lot of my friends were in too so we we, we went up to the third floor uh, where the eventual VIP room was going to be uh, we went up there Friday and Saturday night so and, and we you know way out of you at all beverages <laughs> 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 I bet you had a good time. I saw your cheeks. They were a little flush towards the end of that oh, event. I went, man. oh, no, this he's out of yeah. his element now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, we, you know, we, we did it. You know, we were in Nashville and, 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 and man, I, I went in there, a, 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 a beach bum and I left a cowboy. It, it, that Nashville do something to you. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. It, it was just, it was so amazing. It was so amazing. And the other thing about it was that, you know, to do an event like this, I had never met Gio. And, and Gio on John Rich's team was absolutely fantastic. I had put out all of these links. I had put out these times. And I'm looking at chat and they're going, hey, the times are wrong. And I'm going, oh, did somebody not? Did somebody not double check this? Oh my goodness. But what 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 it was, people got confused with the tickets online that that's when the doors opened. So it my my times were okay, but I was sitting here going, "Oh my gosh. You know, I can't take another scare." <laughs> I mean, I have been through so much. Remember the week before, I had put out a huge announcement saying, "Hey, if you're having trouble on Rumble, can you please send me a note so I can tell Rumble what's going on?" So I created an email address. I started uh, emailing the CEO of Rumble saying, we're having this issue, this issue, this issue. And we were able to get to the bottom of all these things. All, this has been haunting me for a while. So, but we got it. it. We did it. It was spectacular. Everybody that was there were there because they loved you and because they loved what you were doing. And I hope that there will be more things like this. I don't want it to get commercialized. I mean, I know that people need to be able to pay others for their time and things like that. So I'd, I get it. But I'd rather us pay for it and never make any money on it and have it just like that. It was a beautiful I'd rather lose moment. money and have it like that. Because if it does get big, it's not going to be like that. So exactly. we, we talked about this deeply, me, me and John Rich, we talked about this and he's been just, he was so invited, he invited me to his house and uh, he was just so good to me on stage all night and um, I don't know. I know. And and I, I think that what you saw there was exactly what the world has been craving. And I'll, I'll tell you one thing, from Hollywood to Nashville, everywhere in between and outside of that realm there were people paying attention what happened last night. 
that was magical. That was meaningful. That was unforgettable. And it was, the performances were, I mean, they just were knockout. I brought a bunch of friends I've known for some 40 years. So, you know, I'm I'm 59. So some of these people I knew in my teens, some I knew in my 20s, 30s. And uh, man, they were just, everybody said the same thing. Everybody. Everybody said, we, you know, we knew, you know, we were, we were wanting to hear uh, Big and Rich. And then they knew there were some other musicians and they want to hear Larry Gatlin because that was the kind of the big names. And, and, and me personally, even with John Rich telling me, listen very carefully to what I'm about to tell you. I'm bringing some bad MFers <laughs> to the phone. I mean, people that they're, they're going to blow you away. It's going to be unbelievable. And, and so I was like, I know, but I, I, you know, you have to hear some things to believe it. Well, and, he listened to you. Again, that goes back to, to listening to what you wanted. Everybody listened to what you had to say. And, and, and it resonated. They wanted this event to be extra spectacular over you know exactly what you wanted everybody knows that you have been swatted you have you've had all of these doxing articles about written about you you know you've rabbits. Had all, rabbits, rabbits. Rabbits. i mean come on it's really gotten to the point where it's incredibly dangerous and a lot of people say to me hey you know when are you gonna when are you gonna do your big reveal and i said well as soon as i can get out of here because i don't wear the color red i don't wear a red hat in Hollywood, I can't. I mean, people may mis- mistaken that as a MAGA hat, and I hate to say it, but I don't want to get you know hit over the head as a result of something like that. It's just not the way I want to go out. And I've got two little boy doggies that I'm taking care of, and so I want to make sure that that they're okay, and I have to be okay in order for that to happen. But it was just an incredible event, and that was the way to do it, Cat. I don't think you have. I, any do, I do. I feel like. I mean, I've been hiding for years, and, and it's hard. And and you know, I I'm still not going to go to the red carpet events because they're just it's not my thing to go hang out with just a bunch of influencers and, and and famous people and red carpet and the bow ties. It's just not me, you know. Now that's my thing, you know. So um, John Rich told me, man, the way you know that cowboy outfit fits you, you got to move to Nashville. It was made for you, man. Come on. Yes. I was like, it does feel good, you know. It it it, it was fun, and um, well, and, I you teased know. you too. I said, "Are you going to get a place? Are you going to get an apartment there in Nashville?" I mean, <laughs> I see that in your cards now. <laughs> I'm going to see. If, if, you, if you've never been there and been down to Music Row and all and all the uh, the bars and stuff there, and and the energy down there, I mean, and everybody. I mean, I got a motel, right? A restaurant, and and and. Uh, the, the motel restaurant and bar. So I, you know, I'm going in there and I'm trying to choke down a burger one day. Cause I hadn't ate all day. And it was like two o'clock and, and I was busy. And uh, so he's just like, yeah, can I take your order, sir? And he, you know, he brings me a hamburger, some tater tots. Mm-hmm. And then he goes over and stage, picks up the guitar and he's the entertainment too. You know? exactly. And it was like that everywhere. I mean, you can't go in a, you can't go in a subway without five people coming over and serenading with a guitar, you know, singing some uh, uh, Willie Nelson or something. Oh, my it's, gosh. It's nuts. it's nuts, and everybody's trying to make it. It's, like, it's just like Hollywood, yeah. where every waitress is an actor. You know what I mean? It's just like that in Nashville. It's like every, I mean, the, uh, the, the motel clerks were talking to, you know, to us about, hey, you know, and they found out we were going down there and playing at John Rich's, and they were saying, yeah, I'm a musician. And the next motel clerk, I'm a musician. <laughs> I'm a musician. Right. Uh, All of them are there and for a reason. And the thing is, is that you had some real organic talent. And that's why I'm saying when Carmen got up there and he started doing his thing, I went, okay, all right, everybody stop. (laughs) This is it. The first song he he sang, the the first song he sang, which is what I wanted to sing first because I wanted him to like, Number one, relax because he had to be nervous with all, all them legends on stage, and, and just play something funny. But that that song he wrote called "My Dog Ate My Smoke," that's one of the funniest songs I've ever heard anybody write. And oh, Larry Gatlin was laughing his ass off, and he he pulled Larry right in, and Larry just like 
took him under his wing. He said, I, I just, this reminds me of when I was in my 30s and 40s and what Nashville used to be and the, and the loss. And nobody writes like it anymore. I, that's what I've been trying to tell you about this guy. He don't write any this new stuff. He's like, you know, 30 or 40 years uh, uh, behind times. And it's just, I mean, and I'm telling you, that guy can reel off. Song. He could sit there for eight hours and just one after another. But um, so, but he, you know, he wasn't feeling well and he made it. And so that's, that's all that matters. And he was, he was on cloud nine. Well, I, I mean, seriously, Kat, I cannot imagine it going any, any other way now. That was the way to do it. If you were going to do it, that was the way it needed to be done. It was a perfect example of, of a coordinated effort. And it, it was, it, it, at one point, we all had to just let go and let it do its thing. And so we did. And the stream worked out beautifully. Like I said, I, I mean, I met a lot of incredible people along the way. My old special event skills in that hat kicked in, but I would not have been able to do it unless I had Renee telling me what was happening on the ground. I mean, the whole hip turd thing, I knew you didn't know about hip turd. And so I'm teasing everybody on the show about it. And then I started writing all of these little fun things about it based on on what she was relaying back to me because I wasn't there. Like I said, I needed to be exactly where I was and nowhere else. I needed to do what I needed to do and we needed it to be successful. But that thing at the end there where I had to rebuild the entire stream, the website and everything else, I just almost fell out. I was just going, oh my gosh, no way. This this takes me a long time to do anyway before the show and then all the uploading and everything after a show. But this just really, that was the last thing I needed to have happen. So um, yeah, but honestly, everyone, you know, we're going to have a lot more of that that we're going to do we need the world needs more of that i and i think we're all on board with the idea that hey let's do that so anyway we have got a sponsor and if in fact we've got a lot of sponsors now <laughs> as a result of this show and we appreciate it because you know what we could not do it without it i mean this has gotten very expensive for everybody but today, we have got an exciting announcement. Bio-Optimizers, they are um, putting on a Black Friday mega sale. It's happening right now, and it will last the entire month of November. And listen carefully, because this mega deal is available only for our listeners, so you have to use our code in order to attain it. It's bioptimizers.com forward slash LB with the code LB for Litterbox 10. So LB 10. Now I've been taking this stuff for the last couple of weeks this, and it has been unreal. I can totally tell a difference. And when it comes to sleep, when it comes to relaxation, your overall well-being, all of this, it makes a huge difference in how you feel. And so I've been reaping the benefits of it. But let me tell you what, I mean, this is what you need to, to start looking at. Your sleep, this week was a big reminder of what happens when you don't have it. it and this helped me quite a bit. You've got chill pills, you've got take your brain to the next level, three times the value of food. I'm taking this right now regularly, and especially with stress. Like I said, I almost fell out of my chair yesterday when I figured out what all was was happening with the stream and with the show and with you i was a nervous wreck over here and i really believe that this stuff helped me so you can check it out for yourself it's it's a great product we're gonna you know hopefully see some more results from them but honestly we appreciate people that are reaching out now on the show and it's just an awesome product so i'm going to drop this into the chat so that all of you have it Remember, it's by optimizers, and you can go and use your code LB10, and you'll be able to get this great deal. So check it out, everybody. I know you're going to need some sleep, Kat. I know I need some sleep. That's why I'm saying I'm getting out of town. 
I can't stay in my environment as it is. There is no way I can stay in my environment as it is. And it looks like I lost Cat. All right, that's not surprising. Okay, so what happens sometimes is when he is without signal, which he's probably getting close, um, he will all of a sudden click out and I start talking saying, hey, I'm going to, you know, he's not saying anything. That's odd because he normally will chime in. Well, he's gone. I don't know if he's going to come back or not. I'm sure he wants to go see the puppies and everything else over there at Cat Turd Ranch. And God bless him. I mean, this was a really big event. I can tell you that the nerves that everybody felt from all of this was uh, very real. And Cat, knowing him the way I do, I knew this was huge and it has been weighing heavy on him, just so everybody knows. It was like... Um, one of those situations he's been talking about coming out for quite some time, but he wasn't quite sure how to do it, when to do it, where to do it, all of that stuff. And when he says that 500 pounds felt like it was lifted off of his shoulders, he's not kidding. And I heard it too. And I haven't done that. I haven't come out into the public yet for obvious reasons in Hollywood being what it is. But this was an incredible deal. But it was so selfless um, when you think about the fact that he put his very dear friend up there on stage. You had all of these incredible artists, a lot of people that you haven't heard about. John Rich listened to what Kat had envisioned. I listened to what Kat had envisioned. You had Renee McCurry and all of the littermates there who listened. You had Jackie who ended up putting together, if you can believe it, a hip turd outfit, which I think is one of the funniest things ever. And so you had all of those things going on. I mean, this this is an event for the ages. We didn't talk about it a whole lot on social media. We had mentioned it from time to time. But in the very end, this ended up being absolutely spectacular. It was just grassroots and it was really, really good. So we'll talk more about that this week, just little bits and piece of it, pieces of it, because it really, it's one of those things that it takes a while for it to really register what you just did. And so all I can say is to all the littermates that showed up, whether you were even mentioned by name or not, you were so amazing just being there for Kat. And I cannot tell you how much we all appreciate it. You're just, you're an incredible people. You're exactly what the movement is all about. And I cannot tell you how much we appreciate you and everything that you do. Thank you for supporting all of us. It was funny. Um, I had to go into my office this morning. My dad wanted to see proof of life. <laughs> He said to me, look, I can hear, you know, this is great that, you know, that you're over here and you're, you're talking to me and that you're communicating like you are because you're supposed to, but I need proof of life. I need to see that my daughter is alive and well and all of that stuff. He actually sent some spies over to my house, some of our mutual friends, and he's like, can you please go check on her? And I knew exactly you know, who was sent to, to give the full report. Is she eating? Is she sleeping? How does she look? Is she taking care of herself? So proof of life appeared this morning at the very wee hours of the morning with not a lot of sleep, but he knows me well enough to know that I'm okay. Let me tell you, the, um, the spirit from within, the spirit from that event you you just live on with it it was incredible and you all made that happen as you all know this is a show we put together with zero we started from complete and total scratch i had a bigger account the cat turd did it one time on on social media and then of course he went i talked about it on saturday he went to the moon and back i lost my account i was suspended and had to start all over again from scratch, but he just absolutely embraced Cat Turd, was able to create this incredible atmosphere, something that we need in our movement that is even stronger than anybody would have ever known. Cat Turd and that whole thing is real. <laughs> it is real, and they all brought it at this event, so I can't thank you enough. All right, so we got some news. Okay, so breaking news, and this is dealing with President Trump. I am so sorry. He actually has lost his sister. She passed away. Game boy. Here we go. 
Okay, so we're going to shift on over here. You know, it's been quite a year for President Trump as well. And not only did he lose Ivana, but he also lost his sister. And apparently she passed away today, or at least this is what it's being reported today. She was 86 years old. It's her older sister, Marianne Trump Barry. And so he lost a, another confidant. I know he was very close with his ex-wife, who he has the children with, the first three. Um, but this was something that he didn't see, no one saw coming. Barry was a senior judge on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit until she retired in 2019. She was appointed to the U.S. District Court for the District of New Jersey, and then by President Ronald Reagan in 1983, and then was appointed to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit in 1999 by uh, President Bill Clinton. She was incredible. They were very close, and they found her this morning. We don't know what the circumstances are, but she was found at 4 o'clock a.m. There were no signs of trauma or foul play or anything like that, and so I know that this is probably weighing pretty heavy on him, especially with everything that's going on right now. Also, we have some more news to cover, and that is that we lost five U.S. service members. They were killed in a military aircraft crash, and that was today, and they were headed over the Mediterranean when it happened. So we have all of that going on. Of course, there you've got Cat in the news and, and all of these things. I'm going to play a little clip here. This is from Citizen Free Press, and I'm just going to give you a rundown of what's happening here because we are a political show even though we just had we felt like we were all in Nashville and on vacation but let's just enjoy this little number right here is named after and I hope this is not the final turd stock I hope I hope this is a yearly thing he's never been seen before in person only as the icon of a cat flipping you the bird But it's my pleasure to welcome a real patriot and, a, by the way, a veteran of the United States military, a veteran. And he says what you're thinking. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Catter! This is the moment. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> is the Cat Turd Army out there or what? <laughs> I'm not going to talk long because the longer I talk, the more music there's not going to be. Let's get it on. <laughs> I meant a few words. All right. Very few words indeed, but we're going to relive that moment over and over and over again. It was really just such a great thing to have happened for him. I'm just so proud of him. And if you want to watch the show, all you have to do is visit our Rumble channel and it's in there and you just have to look up Turdstock 23 and you will find the entire event. There's, they've got all, I don't know what's in the works from here on, a lot of people are asking about if they can get the music, if they can stream the music and all of that. We'll let you know. A lot of people are very interested in that show. I will tell you that right now. So there's going to be all kinds of things that probably are spinoffs as a result of it, meaning not spinoffs, but just takes from that particular show. So it's going to be great. Um, here is a must-see, just so everybody knows, Cat Turd wasn't the only celebrity that made an interest, entrance this weekend. The crowd went completely wild as President Trump and Tucker Carlson walk into UFC 295. This was a crowning moment. Donald Trump has arrived. He was there with Tucker Carlson. They were spotted together walking into Madison Square Garden in New York City for UFC. FC 295. Check this out. How strong that team is. Making his way into the building. One of the bigger mixed martial arts fans. I know President Donald Trump taking his octagon side seat for UFC 295. We got two title fights coming up at UFC 295 here in a matter of moments. Live from Madison Square Garden. And President Trump will be here to witness all of it. Four of the very best fighters in the world set to take their cracks at light heavyweight and interim heavyweight gold, respectively. 
we move over to pay-per-view shortly. Thank you all for being here for the prelim coverage. But as you know, best is yet to come. Main card for UFC 295, live on ESPN, plus pay-per-view from Madison Square Garden. Starts right now. Boom. There you go. So you had the goat in his entrance, and you had his posse there along with him. President Trump walked outside by side with UFC CEO Dana White, Kid Rock, Donald Trump Jr., and Tucker Carlson. You know that that created some waves. So there you have it. That happened this weekend, and not everybody was happy about it. <laughs> there was there was apparently somebody in the office uh, audience that was giving Donald Trump the bird or what have you. Just a very unhappy person. You know, the whole thing's just so ridiculous. It really really is the wife of the comedian Bill Burr angry wife flips him off because you know what there's power there and there was power in numbers and they are terrified of what's to come make no mistake about it it's happening there is a shift in fact and it's so big that you've got Paskanki over there as I like to call her who has voiced concerns over Trump's warning that he would prosecute criminals in a second term oh yeah so she's worried after what they've done to this man hey Hey, lady, you're probably on one of those we're going to be investigating as well. Glad you got your own show because you know what? We want to see those communications and who your daddy is when it comes to taking orders from the man up there as the resident in the White House. We know that this has been going on for quite some time, so she's very concerned. Apparently, on a segment Sunday, you had Jen Piskanki, Saki, if, if you don't, if you haven't heard me talk about her before, a political commentator and former White House press secretary. She issued a dire warning about the potential actions of former President Trump if he were to secure a second term. They're all shaken in their boots, as they should be. Piskanki warned of an authoritarian shift. Now, this is after they have completely been relentless going after President Trump. Them and all of their minions, the Obama regime on fire, they are already saying, oh my goodness, this could be a real problem. She highlighted Trump's alleged plans as deeply concerning, labeling them as authoritarian banana republic type stuff. She pointed to reports of Trump's strategies to launch investigations against his critics and plans to invoke the Insurrection Act, allowing military deployment against civil demonstrations. So that was lots of fun. Oh, yeah. Well, President Trump has already said, hey, you know what? As soon as I get into office, guess what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be deporting these illegal aliens right out of this country and sending them back where they belong. Good for him, as he should. So Trump plans sweeping deportation of illegal aliens if elected in 2024. The former president, U.S. President Donald Trump, if elected, said he would expand his first term immigration crackdown to include sweeping roundups of people who would be held in large camps to await deportation. This is according to the New York Times, as they should. They're here illegally. They've broken the law. Get out of town. The report was based on interviews with several advisors, including Stephen Miller, who oversaw Trump's first term immigration policies. It describes Trump's plan as an assault on immigration on scale unseen in modern American history and said it aimed to deport millions of people every year, including those who have been settled in the United States for decades. Hey, you know what? If you break our laws, there are consequences. We are a country that is based on law and order. You need to respect that fact. Actually, on Saturday here, we had, you you know, I live in Hollywood. Mm. So we had all of those rallies of the Palestinian flags and everything, tons of them. And this was going on right before the show yesterday and then also on Saturday as well. So those protests that you've got all of these drive-bys and they were blocking the streets in Hollywood with all the Palestinian flags, oh yes, it's here. And don't think for one second that that isn't a complete and total organized situation because it is, which I think is really funny because when you start talking about an organization effort, don't leave off the table my governor Gavin Newsom. I kid you not. He actually gets up there. He's a snake salesman, if I've ever seen one. And I've told you the stories on this show 
about how the whole thing works in Hollywood and the way they clean up over the weekend, especially if they're going to be big people in town. Well, as you all know, you have President Xi from China, who is going to be paying Gavin Newsom gruesome a visit over there. So Gavin Newsom, he admits that he only cleaned up San Francisco to please Xi Jinping. Listen. Folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, That's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC, we've been having different conversations. Okay, folks say so I live this on a regular basis. Whenever there's a politician or when, whenever there's a big event that's going to happen here in Hollywood, all of a sudden you go from having all of these tent cities all over the place, which has gotten completely out of hand. Not only that, you've got veterans who are living on the street and people aren't even paying attention to the Americans and even kids and families living in cars because they cannot afford to put a roof over their head or food on their table. You've got clowns like this up here, right? Gavin Newsom, total snake oil salesman, who will send in crews, remove every every bit of evidence, kind of like at the border when Biden makes those, you know, those visits over there where they get rid of everything so that they can have all these photo ops. Well, they've been called out on it by the citizens of this country. We all know exactly what's been happening. They got rid of all of the homeless camps in San Francisco just for this visit. This is just a complete fake. So I've seen it. I've been warning you about it. It's always fun to kind of go back and see, okay, so where are we now? In fact, it was fun. Um, And I'll leave you with this because we always try to end with big, funny news, especially after an event like we just saw. But this is from the Babylon Bee, and they say, Newsome, he assures homeless that they can resume pooping on sidewalks once his boss leaves. (laughs) Is that really satire? I don't know. Maybe not. It's probably about as true as it gets. It's really funny. And then there is another thread that I'm going to drop into chat because I feel like most of you should know about it. All right. This is from Mark Paletta over there on X, which is former Twitter. Justice Katanji Brown Jackson's husband, Dr. Patrick Jackson, has been nominated to D.C. Judicial Disabilities and Tenure Commission with power to suspend, retire, or remove judges in D.C. court system and provide oversight of judges whose opinion may come before his spouse. I kid you not. You want to talk about conflict of interest. You want to talk about political payoffs and everything down the line. This cannot happen. So here you go, folks. I'm going to drop this little lovely into chat so that you can do your thing on social media and you can burn it up because that's exactly what needs to happen. You use your voices. You are more powerful than you know. Well, I appreciate you all hanging out with us. We had quite a day yesterday, quite a week last week. And like I said, we're going to finish out this week. I'm going to do my political rendezvous on Saturday. And then we're going to take a nice little week off to be with friends, family. I'm going to catch up with the boys. In fact, I'm sending because I'm going to be traveling with two little dogs. All right. This is the deal. I'm not used to that. That's not really my thing. I've never really done that before. I've traveled with handsome, but never two. So I'm going to have to ship all of their stuff. I'm not worried about my clothes or, or, or my stuff, you know, that I need over there. I can always buy stuff like Kat did in Nashville. In fact, that was my advice to him, and he took it, thank goodness. It's one thing about telling people to do things like that. The other thing to make sure that they do it. Cat did. He's listens too, so that's a good one. But I'm going to have to ship all this stuff over there, so it's going to be quite a deal just so I can make sure that I've got two little boys on the plane comfortably with me <laughs> so then we can go on vacation. But you have all been amazing. I hope you spend some time with your families and you understand how powerful you are. I mean, this event just knocked it out of the park. So proud of Cat Turd. So proud of all of you. You are 
absolutely amazing. And you just keep being you. Just keep bringing the fire and the thunder because nobody is as strong as you are. All right, everybody. Tomorrow is our Tuesday, which means we're going to do an extended show. I hope Kat can do the extended show. I don't know. I think he's going to need maybe a break. We'll see how he does. But if not, you'll be over there with me. And so if you are not part of our Locals channel, please make sure that you subscribe. We appreciate all of our subscribers over there. It helps us out tremendously. In the meantime, you be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see you later.